Our top stories this week. New York Senate passes a new cannabis business bill. Maryland offers funds to help medical cannabis operators. Movement for Illinois cannabis sales. Cannabis operator Canopy Growth to be booted off index. Minnesota governor updates us on Indian tribes selling cannabis. Black farmer cannabis bill passed in Florida. Farmers holding the bag thanks to New York pot market. Colorado governor signs a bill to allow online cannabis sales. Arizona bill aims to expand shrinking medical cannabis market. Welcome to this new episode of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Each week we try and bring you the best insight into the business of cannabis in North America and Europe. If you've got any feedback, do let us know. The links to contact us are in the show notes. New York Senate passes a new cannabis bill. New York's Senate has approved a bill that would provide tax relief to New York City cannabis businesses, according to Marijuana Moment, noting that before the passing of the bill, those cannabis businesses were blocked from making federal deductions under an Internal Revenue Service code known as 280E. According to the summary, the bill would enable a deduction for business expenses incurred by taxpayers authorized by the cannabis law to engage in the sale, distribution, or production of adult-use cannabis products or medical cannabis for purposes of the unincorporated business tax, the UBT, the general corporation tax, GCT, and the corporate tax of 2015, commonly referred to as the business corporation tax. Maryland offers funds to help medical cannabis operators. MJ Biz Daily reports that Maryland's launched an $80 million funding program that will offer grants and loans to help existing medical cannabis companies move into the state's impending adult-use cannabis market. To be offered in two initial rounds, the funding will go towards helping with license conversion costs from medical to recreational and to help social equity licensees become operational. Future funding will then be available to historically black colleges and universities for cannabis-related programs, to businesses applying for licenses, and to business development organizations, including incubators, the publication notes. Illinois Cannabis Sales Inch Upward Benzinga reports that Illinois' adult-use cannabis sales experienced a minimal increase in May compared with April. Noting that cannabis retailers sold $132.7 million worth of cannabis last month, just under a $1 million rise from April sales of $131.9 million, Benzinga goes on to highlight that although May's figures were lower than March's peak of $134.7 million, they surpassed the sales in January and February. This is despite disagreement over the regulation of Delta-8 which has hindered cannabis industry reform efforts in Illinois. Benzinga highlights that a proposed cannabis industry reform bill that included provisions such as increased canopy space for craft growers, drive-through windows at dispensaries, and extended time for social equity retail license holders to secure real estate failed due to disputes over regulating Delta-8 THC. Cannabis operator canopy growth to be booted off index. S&P Dow Jones has announced canopy growth will be removed from the S&P TSX Composite Index, according to MJ Biz Daily. It highlights that the S&P TSX Composite Index requires a minimum float-adjusted market cap for securities to be included. 
but Canopy's market cap has declined precipitously as its share price has declined. Canopy's shares closed at $1.14 Canadian on Friday, meaning the company is now valued at less than $600 million Canadian dollars. The announcement follows the recent layoffs by the company, along with a major facility closure in February. However, Canopy also made the recent announcement that it will be acquiring a 19.99% stake in edible company Indiva. Minnesota Governor speculates on Indian Tribe Cannabis Sales Marijuana Moment reports that Minnesota's tribal government may get a head start selling cannabis for the adult use market before private businesses are approved by regulators. The publication notes that while the Office of Cannabis Management is expected to take more than a year to begin licensing cannabis shops, according to Governor Tim Waltz, Indian tribes could begin operating sooner. This is because the language in the bill reads that the state acknowledges the sovereign right of Minnesota tribal governments to regulate the cannabis industry and address other matters of cannabis regulation related to the internal affairs of Minnesota tribal governments or otherwise within their jurisdiction, without regard to whether such tribal government has entered a compact. Black Farmer Cannabis Bill Passed in Florida Harris Bricken reports that black farmers in Florida stand to benefit from a medical cannabis bill, HB 837. According to Bricken, the bill aims to give a second chance to farmers passed over during an earlier application process to award what's known as the Pickford Black Farmer License, noting that Pickford refers to a class action lawsuit by black farmers that claimed they'd been unfairly denied loans and other benefits from the US Department of Agriculture. More specific detail on the bill is available on businessofcannabis.com. Farmers left holding the bag thanks to New York legal pot market. US News reports that New York's cannabis market doesn't have enough licensed retailers to sell the 300,000 pounds of cannabis grown by farmers in the state. The publication highlights that another growing season is now underway and farmers still sitting on much of last year's harvest are in a financial bind with their being directly tied to the launch of the state's recreational market as the process for licensing new dispensaries has moved slower than expected. Brittany Carbone, co-founder of Trickler Farms, said, What we really need to see is more retailers get open, and that's going to actually give us the sustainable solution. Colorado Governor Signs Cannabis Online Sales Bill Marijuana Moment reports that the new bill strikes language from existing statute that explicitly prohibits cannabis from being sold on the internet while adding regulations to provide for online commerce. Under the new regulations, customers will need to physically pick up the cannabis products from the retailer, but they can browse and purchase online. Retailers will be required to verify the name and age of the customer at the time of the online purchase. Retailers will have to provide shoppers with digital versions of all warning or educational materials that the retail marijuana store is required to post and provide on its licensed premises. Customers will have to acknowledge receipt of those materials before finishing their purchase. Arizona aims to expand shrinking medical market. MJ Biz Daily reports that the bill aims to significantly cut the price of medical cannabis cards at the time when sales and patient registration have fallen dramatically 
lowering the prices of cards from $150 to $50 for the general public. Additionally, veterans would receive cards for free, and the bill would expand the list of qualifying conditions to include autism spectrum disorders and post-traumatic stress disorder. The publication highlights that the number of qualifying medical canis patients in Arizona through April fell to 127,266. That's a drop of nearly 85,000 patients since April 2022. And that the total number of medical patients has decreased nearly 57% from 295,295 in December of 2020, the last month before recreational retail sales began. And now, Europe's headlines. Czech Health Minister casts doubt on ambitious plans to have commercial adult-use cannabis market ready to be rolled out in 2024. The Health Minister of the Czech Republic, Vlastimil Valek, has cast doubts on the country's ambitious plans to have a legal commercial adult-use cannabis market approved and ready to be rolled out by 2024. Expressing his position to a local media outlet last week, Mr. Valek said he was waiting for colleagues from Germany to not only show his government their draft law, but also see how the European Commission responds to their proposals. This more cautious approach is at odds with the country's anti-drug coordinator, Jindrik Voboril, the locomotive driving reform in the Czech Republic, who remains determined to push ahead with the establishment of a commercial market despite Germany paring down its ambitions in the face of EC pushback. Speaking at Cannabis Europa London 2023 back in May, and weeks later at the Cannabis Summit in Prague, Mr. Voboril reiterated his commitment to launch a fully regulated market. Malta's Cannabis Authority publishes new fine-tuned rules for cannabis clubs. Malta's Authority for the Responsible Use of Cannabis has updated its pioneering regulatory framework for adult-use cannabis following widespread criticism from stakeholders. In a press conference in mid-May, Malta's Parliamentary Secretary for Reforms, Rebecca Budgic, and the head of ARUC, Linit McKay, laid out the new set of fine-tuned rules which sought to address a number of issues as part of an ongoing stakeholder consultation process. The pair also revealed that seven applications by would-be cannabis associations have now been submitted, while 11 names for associations have now been reserved, suggesting more applications are on the way. While stakeholders have praised ARUC for remaining flexible and taking feedback on board on some issues, they argue that many grassroots community members and legacy growers are still finding it next to impossible to set up associations. Following the press briefing on Thursday, May the 18th, ARUC published its updated regulatory framework on May the 23rd. Hellenic Dynamics sees stocks slide on news. It will no longer target EU GMP. Hellenic Dynamics has seen its stock drop nearly 40% this week following an announcement that it would no longer be pursuing EU GMP, Good Manufacturing Practice, certification for its facility. Earlier this week, as in June the 6th, the London Stock Exchange listed Cultivator, with operations in northern Greece, announced a shift in strategy in a business update to investors. Alenix says it plans to move with market conditions and demand and adapt its cultivation strategy, deciding not to invest considerable funds and time 
into the construction and certification of an EU GMP facility in the current phase of its development. This shift, which is a departure from the strategy laid out in its initial prospectus, is due to two key reasons. First and foremost, the huge CAPEX, OPEX and time costs associated with achieving EU GMP certification. Celadon publishes 2022 figures. AIM listed Celadon Pharmaceuticals saw its stock slip by around 10% this week following the publication of its full year 2022 results. Its results came just days after the UK-based company announced a new £7 million two-year committed credit facility from a high-net-worth investor and current shareholder. During the year, Celadon posted revenues of 24k, which had been solely gained from its Harley Street Limited clinical study. This was an increase on the £2,000 made in 2021, before Vertigro merged with Summerway Capital to create Celadon, and comes as much of the group's operations remained in the pre-revenue phase. Operating costs totaled £4.9 million for the period, up from £2.4 million a year earlier, which Celadon says reflects the scale-up in the group's people, operations and cost base following the enlargement of the group last year. This resulted in an operating loss of £5.4 million, up from £2.7 million in 2021. UK's Cannabis Industry Council calls for overhaul of discriminatory cannabis driving laws. The current rules for prescription cannabis patients who drive are potentially discriminatory, according to a new report from the Cannabis Industry Council. The report entitled Current Driving Legislation found that current driving legislation is not kept in 2018. Cannabis is on the zero tolerance list within the Road Traffic Act of 1988, meaning there's a legal limit of two micrograms per litre of blood. The report notes blood and saliva tests are inconsistent markers for a driver's impairment, as cannabis remains in the body for up to 30 days. Report author Francis Crudson of Ananda Developments commented, It's highly concerning that vulnerable patients are being put at risk of losing their license or even criminalization due to outdated and contradictory legislation. The Cannabis Industry Council is calling on the government to urgently review the anomalies within the Road Traffic Act to uphold the basic rights of medical cannabis patients. Europe no longer views cannabis fan leaves as a novel food in major wind for industry. Three years since it launched its fight to have cannabis leaves rebranded a traditional food, the European Industry Hemp Association has landed a major victory. The European Commission has confirmed that it no longer views the larger, fan leaves of the cannabis plant as a novel food. The entry in its novel food catalogue for cannabis has now been updated to include the following. A history of consumption in the EU has also been demonstrated for the water infusion of hemp leaves when not accompanied by the flowering and fruiting tops, consumed as such or as part of herbal infusions. Such uses are therefore not novel. It's a welcome U-turn which could boost the European hemp food market and comes over four years since the EC made its controversial classification in which they decided to classify all parts of the plants as novel. And as Business of Cannabis recently reported, EIHA has also launched a bid to have natural hemp extract products classified as a traditional food under Article 4 of the EC's novel food regulations. 
French town Begley wants to experiment with legalized cannabis. The mayor of Begley, a small municipality of 30,000 inhabitants close to Bordeaux, wants to make his town a testing ground for the supervised legalization of cannabis. Convinced of the need to reform the existing legislative framework, the mayor of Begley sent a letter to the president of the republic earlier this year presenting this experimental proposal. When I pressed the send button, I felt I'd done my duty, he told Newsweek in March. It was the first time I'd publicly committed myself to the legalization of cannabis, even though it's a subject I've known about for a long time. The mayor says he's motivated by several objectives, including the reduction of illicit trafficking and the violence associated with it, relieving congestion in the judicial system, providing better support for users to curb consumption by young people through quality control and to contribute to regional economic development by setting up a new agricultural sector. UK's first Own Your Grow initiative give patients the chance to invest in cannabis. A new initiative is giving patients the opportunity to grow their own and invest in the UK medicinal cannabis sector for the first time, according to Cannabis Health. British cannabis company Grow Lab Organics is collaborating with cannabis patient group CanCard to establish the first community-owned medicinal cannabis facility in the UK. Having already secured £1 million in seed funding, GLO is looking to raise a total of £5 million and is giving patients the chance to invest in the company for a minimum buy-in of £100 through the community fundraising platform Cedars. The company successfully obtained a conditional license to produce medicinal cannabis products on the Isle of Man, where the government introduced its own regulatory framework governed by the Gambling Supervision Commission in 2021 to allow companies to grow, manufacture, distribute and export cannabis products. As always, you can read more about all of this week's top stories at businessofcannabis.com. We also wanted to thank everyone that attended Business of Cannabis New York City sessions at Work and Roll yesterday evening as we discussed the current climate and new regulations for the cannabis industry in New York State. A roundup article highlighting the key insights from the event will be available on businessofcannabis.com. Thanks again also to our brilliantly engaging speakers, John Kadja from the New York State Office of Cannabis Management, Michael James from the James Firm, LLC, Preston Jordan from Park Jordan, Ethan Nadelman from the Drug Policy Alliance, Jeff Juilot from our event sponsor, Millennial Strategies, and Jeffrey Finkel from the ArcView Group. Cannabis Events We've got a few upcoming events to invite you to and we're hoping we'll see you there. Business of Cannabis New York is on the 4th of October this year. We'll once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day program, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. And Cannabis Europa 2024, after a hugely successful event in London last week, tickets are now on sale for Cannabis Europa 2024. Next year will be our 10th installment of Europe's premier B2B cannabis conference and expo. Tickets are on sale via Eventbrite and CannabisEuropa.com. And you can find all the links for the events in the show notes. 
Well, that's it for another episode of Cannabis Weekly. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please consider leaving us a review in your favorite app for podcasts. And if you're new to the show, we'd love it if you give us a follow so you never miss a future episode. I'll speak to you again next week on the next episode of Cannabis Weekly.